17 switch settings that you must use. The reason I want to pull this up is because a lot of you do not know about these switch settings. Those in the homebrew community, which a lot of people who watch this stream are from the homebrew community, and they can tell you a lot of these they probably know already, but there's a lot of people who don't know about these. So we're going to go over all 17 very quickly, and then we're going to move on to the next one. This is going to be a quick one, all right? So I want y'all to rock with me, rock with me. Here we go. 17 settings that every Switch gamer should be using, all right? So it's going to be a slideshow we're going to go through, guys. Work with me. I know those slideshows. Don't you hate those when they pop up, too, and you want to watch the whole? But nonetheless, Nintendo Switch versatility as a handheld or TV-based console that supports both physical cards and digital downloads makes it easy to jump into any game in your library just seconds after picking it up. But let's talk about those 17 settings and skip all this shit they're talking about. Okay, so first one. Turn off lock console after waking from sleep mode. This is a good one. Let's go ahead and do it. If you're tired of having to press the same button three times in a row in order to unlock your switch, here's a solution. Don't. In system settings, screen lock, you can turn lock console and sleep mode off to disable the feature. After you do, you'll simply need to press A button to unlock your switch. So those who do not know, you can simply set this option, and now when you unlock your switch, you can just press the A button one time. Uh, I know right now a lot of you unlock your switch and you see the three dots, you have to press it three times, da, 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 do, and it unlocks. If you don't want to do that, you can go ahead and change it right here in the options. I like it because if I'm taking it on the road or if it bumps or something like that and it is on, you know, it doesn't unlock. You have to hit it so many times, a certain amount of time before it goes. So it's fine with me. But if you're looking and that annoys the hell out of you and you want to turn that off, that is how you turn that off right there. Okay. Quick archive. Now, some of you should know this, but if you find yourself butting up against the confines of your Switch 32 gigabyte internal SSD, come on, 32 gigabytes or even the space provided by your additional SD card. If you have one, you can quickly free up space by archiving your downloaded software. A lot of people should know about this already, but just head to system settings, data management, then choose quick archive. Your switch will then load your titles, complete with an indication of how much storage they take up and whether they are currently housed in your system memory or your SD card. If you see a game you want to delete, you just tap it. When you've selected all the games you want to delete, tap archive data, okay? That'll save you some space there. Next one, save data cloud. And this is for Nintendo Switch Online users. Um, a lot of people I know don't pay for it, but if you do pay for a Nintendo Switch Online, uh, you can't skip this feature. Nintendo will let you automatically back up your game saves to your online account. That way, if anything happens to that data on your Switch, you can easily re-download it from the cloud and get back to playing. You can even choose to automatically overwrite your Switch's save data if the data is in the cloud is newer. To access these options, just go to System Settings, Save Data Cloud. And I do agree, this is a must-use. Like, this is one of those you must use if you do have the ability uh, to go on Switch Online. Do that and use this because there's nothing worse than having a game save, you know, that you spent hours on, something happens to the system, you have another system handy, but you don't have your game saved. That's a beautiful feature. Use it, Okay. Manage screenshots and videos. Okay, if you don't know about managing screenshots and videos, just head to system settings, data management, manage screenshot and videos. And here you can designate a default save location for those items. 
Delete them, choose to copy them to a micro SD card. You can manage individual items or copy the screenshots to your computer. Okay, and those for screenshots of videos, especially for those if you're making videos or taking screenshots directly from your Switch and you want to put it on your PC, this might be a good way for you to do that, right? So skip the selection screen. How many times are you guys sick of the selection screen of picking a game and then you have to select the user? Well, guess what? This option allows you to bypass the pop-up that asks which user account will be playing a selected game. It's great for those who want to jump right into a title without having to tap their profile picture every time. You can configure this option from settings, user, skip selection screen. This option only appears if you have one user profile on your Switch. If you share your Switch with other profiles, you need to select your profile each time you start the game, which I do. I have multiple profiles. So I do not see this option. But if you have one profile and you're tired of clicking on that profile each time, you can go to the options and turn that off. For me, I like it because especially games like, um, for instance, my daughter plays Fortnite. If you're logging in on her account, you got all the access to all her things. You access another account, you got access to the other thing. So I like having that choice and not just, you know, booting you into one. You have to log out and go through all that jazz. So that's nice. Okay. Create a me. Now, this is not for me. <laughs> no pun intended. But, um, you know, if you like to do so, you can just go ahead and go to system settings, me, and create and edit a me. You can create a me character. Some people like to create me's. Me, myself, I do not. All right. Choose a theme. So if you have a modified Nintendo Switch, I'll be having a video for Switch theme injector. Uh, you know, I've been doing videos before. I've just been out because my Switch was down. Now my Switch is back up. And Chris, what's going on? I see you, man. Let me go ahead and see. I put you up there. Chris, I can see you. I see you, man. What's up? No, you're not late. You here, man. You in tune with us, Chris. What's going on? Right. So now I'm going to say for themes, if you're using Switch Theme Injector, you get access to a lot of other themes that you can use. But right here, if you want to, you can simply go to the theme section of system settings. And lo and behold, you can change it to basic white or basic black. There you go. And I'm sure they'll probably sell at some point other themes and they'll start selling them. But, you know. If you have a switch modifier, you're probably already customized a lot of that. Okay, auto sleep. For those of you that do not like this option and don't have battery life and it's always dying, this might be for you. Okay, if you want to change those times, head to system settings, sleep mode, and then choose auto sleep, playing on console screen or auto sleep connected to TV. This way, if you get up, leave your system 10 minutes, auto sleeps you don't waste that much battery life right bam and we're almost done here changing button mappings some people do not realize they can change the button mappings especially when it comes to games on the switch or if you're playing those multiplayer games where you're using one side you can map every single button here you can go to system settings controllers and sensors change button mapping and then choose controller you like to edit and select change you can change all the mappings where you like your buttons Especially specific to like, you know, Xbox, Nintendo, where you got X and Y buttons replaced, B and A buttons opposite. You know, sometimes this helps for people. Pro controller wired communication. Talk to them. All right. So might feel like your controllers respond the second you make a move, but they simply don't. Wireless communication between your Joy-Cons and the Switch is really fast, but it's not perfect. There's always a slight lag between your button press and what happens on the screen. All right. But guess what? This lag might bother some, but for those who rely on instant experience, Nintendo added a Pro Controller wired communication setting. All you have to do is enable it from system settings, controllers and sensors, Pro Controller wired communication. 
and you can get your pro controller. I wish I had mine. I could just go grab it there. But you can go ahead and plug that up. And then you got wire communication, which is less latency directly. Bam. There you go. I think that's actually sweet. If you do not know about that, again, that is in system settings, controllers and sensors, pro controller wire communication, which I've never used the wire side of it. I've only used wireless, which worked fine for me. But um, no, some games like Cuphead, if you're playing this, it's down to the specific. You need to know everything. So I can understand how that little bit of latency can hurt. Update controllers. You guys should all know how to do that. Your controllers should be updating. But if not, you go to system settings, controllers, and sensors, and then update your controllers. Update your controllers. Make sure it's got the latest drivers. Latest things also is working properly, right? Okay. Calibrate control states. All right. Now, you guys probably know about this from the Joy-Con Drift. If you do not, system settings, controllers, and sensors, calibrate control sticks or calibrate motion controls. Always make sure your controllers are working fine. You can calibrate them. Make sure they're working fine because there's many times controllers just need to be calibrated. People send them in when really it just needs a calibration. So this is something you should try at all times first if you're having problems with the controller and, and how it's reacting. Okay, Bluetooth audio. Now, this is a new one here. Um, there's a couple things, and you do say show a full guide. There's one recent feature the Switch finally lets you do, and it's pair your Bluetooth headphones and earbuds to your device natively without the need for third-party accessories. You'll find the options in a new category named Bluetooth audio in your system settings. Now, one thing I want to say to that is you can find that under system settings, but the Bluetooth audio, you could only have, I think, if you can't have local wireless play going when you use it, you also can't have more than one Bluetooth audio device being used at one time. And you also have to be connected to the Internet. Those are th three things that a lot of people do not know, believe it or not. Um, so if you happen to watch my video showing how the Switch Homebrew utilizes Bluetooth audio, you will see it does not need to be connected to the Internet. So I'm not sure why Nintendo made the feature like this. Not sure. That's, you know, here nor there. But now... You got your AirPods, whatever you like, you can go ahead and connect them Bluetooth. All right. Nice. There you go. Your picture right there. We can go ahead and see it. Oh, yeah. So adjust screen size. Everybody should know this. If you don't, system settings, TV settings, adjust screen size. I'm not going to waste no more time on that. Everybody should know how to adjust screen size. Screen burn-in reduction. For those who do not know and you have screen burn-in on that wonderful plasma TV that you have, you know, system settings. TV settings, screen burn-in reduction. That's where you go. You definitely don't want screen burn-in. That is terrible to look at, especially if you see like, you know, time sitting in a position where you're not looking at anything that has time on it. You know what I mean? You just realize, damn it, that's from the clock I had up on the screen that sat in overnight. So screen burn-in is, is a true problem, something you got to deal with, right? Match TV power state. By default, your switch is set to match your TV's power state. That means that with a compatible TV, your switch will go to sleep when you turn off your TV and your TV will turn on when your switch exits sleep mode. That might be ideal for some, but for others, it can be a pain. If you don't want that to turn off the feature, head to system settings, TV settings, match TV power state. And, you know, I never really paid attention to that because a lot of times I, I guess I put my switch to sleep real fast i didn't like turn it off completely i don't know i never really noticed that i know that's something new you guys can let me know if you noticed that i've never no I, i've never noticed that okay so now update doc now that's one you guys need to do 
Okay. Just like your Joy-Cons, your Switch dock has a firmware update. A dock update will come in without fanfare. You need to be the one to initiate the update from the settings yourself. To do so, find your way to system settings, system update dock. Your Switch will need to be docked in order to check for a dock update. And I did not know about a dock update. I'm going to be honest. So I just learned about that right now. I guess I can update my dock. You know, maybe they'll block it from running, you know, USB XEIs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Who knows? All right. So that is it there. We're done with that. There's a 17 different ways uh, and system settings for your Nintendo Switch. Okay.